I don't know whether you can hear me or not. Maybe some of what I'm saying will echo through. Hello? Hello. You can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Uh, testing. One, two, three. Uh, Rosie, Rosie. Welcome back to Trust God Bro, episode 35. Hey, 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 hey. Um, thank you for joining today. We got a special episode um, with my dad, the guy that um, begot me, begotten me. How does that work? Beget you? Beget me. Yeah. Um, talking about um, trusting God through fatherhood. And it's Father's Day, so happy Fathead Day. Happy Fathead Day. I mean, have you gotten some pretty interesting gifts over the years? Father? Um. Yeah, so you mentioned that one. So I get the birthday cards. I love the birthday cards. <laughs> and I save them. And I believe it was yours, uh, a gift that you gave to me. Homemade, the homemade cards are the best. And again, I probably keep, I think I, I got a whole pastel full of them things. But the one where you're just learning to write <laughs> and you're trying to write Happy Father's Day. And you wrote Happy Fathead Day. <laughs> and that is like at the top of the list. Yeah. Uh, but no, it's any gift when it comes from the heart is a good gift. Yeah. No matter how trinkety or how glued together or made something was it's from the heart and it's yeah. special so yeah you were also double booked today you had a speaking engagement you and mom at yeah. uh, junior high girls camp so i had to reach out to their agent to see if they um could make it another uh, <laughs> appearance today i mean they're a busy busy couple you know i oh, know so yeah thanks for for doing this yeah we had a nice father's day service and um I think there's a lot of things that have been standing out, but we're not too prepared, so this is going to be a quick leisure episode. I kind of have, it's a busy summer, so if I miss an episode here and there, that's probably why filming weddings and going places, and so it's busy, but um, so I was thankful that he was agreed to sit down and talk to me, and I think whenever I'm not prepared, I'm just going to quote whatever I've been reading. So you're going to hear a little bit of Indwelling Sin by John Owen. <laughs> Just like cool. indwelling sin in believers. And I think this ties in well with fatherhood because at the heart of it is like accepting that you're not like a good dad. Yeah, amen. You know? Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I think it was just fun. So we wanted to also sometime eventually in the future to write, <laughs> this is my idea and like kind of yours too, but like we wanted to write a book. Yeah, I'd love to do of, that sometime. Yeah, of being a father, how the stories that we have of, of your dad, you know, my grandpa, of, of you, um, and just that relationship that you have and how that points you to your Heavenly Father. And, like, I think that's a really cool thing. I mean, you got lots of stories to share. I got stories. So this is mm-hmm. a little bit of some of that. Um, but <laughs> just starting off, I mean, I think uh, just a couple of funny stories of, um, I mean, of growing up. And <laughs> he was watching my sister and mm. he had to give her medicine before bed. And so, you know, he, he gets the, the dose. He asked, he asked Sadie, like, how, how much medicine do you take? And what would she say? Uh, so somehow she got the dosage. Obviously, she was young. Yeah. Heard the dosage How wrong. old was she? Like five? Probably, probably four, four, three or four. I don't know. No, old okay. enough to, like, uh, talk well. Talk enough, well. But yet not get the concept of measurements down yeah. properly. And probably in man-like fashion yeah. where we don't quite think it through maybe that might have been a factor in there or something yeah and she said maybe if it's too 
if it was supposed to have been just a half a teaspoon or yeah. half a tablespoon or whatever, and she said like two or three tablespoons <laughs> and yeah. a little bit too much cold medicine. I think yeah, it was just cold, cold medicine. medicine. She had like, I mean, like three or four times the Yeah, three dosage, or four times the dosage. Yeah. Or something like that. And so she was walking around, stumbling around the house, hitting we the wall. We realized pretty quick that we there was some overdosage. <laughs> and she was apparently saw Barney. <laughs> so, yeah, it was. And then we arrived in the situation. like, okay, we need to go take her yeah. to get her checked out and get her pumped or whatever. Yeah, but, and her stomach got pumped. and. <laughs> yeah. So that's just, like, my initial thought of, like, when I think about this and, like, father of, like, it's <laughs> really a good point though, because yeah, that, that's the the whole gist of of, of the whole thing is your 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 intent and your desire is to do yeah uh, the right thing, but in our humanness, we don't always get it right. Yes, no, and I, and recently, when I had Brent Stong, another guy on the podcast, he said something. This wasn't about the topic, but he said, "I just want my kids to know how much I need Jesus." And I was like, that was like really at the core of what we're talking about. Of like, when you do something that's like, you know, messed up. Like we're messed up people. Like I'm messed up. Mm-hmm. You're messed up. And when we do those things, just to go back and not ice it over and say like, hey, like I'm like still the best, but just to admit that. <laughs> and guys are like infamous for being the type of people like, oh, I don't need directions. Like I'm good. I got it. But when you realize, in I think when you're humbly. Um, accept your failures and you know moral failures or whatever and i mean we have a lot of those sure <laughs> so i think that's a really cool thing yeah so um yeah so i guess uh <laughs> i'm just gonna keep spouting off stories and we can talk a little bit about it but um i think the next one that uh comes to mind is <laughs> you would just like show us grace for the different times in our life when we would like crash the car, crash oh, the yeah. golf cart, <laughs> and like one time, like Derek and I were we, my brother, we took out the golf cart and we were driving it around, and <laughs> you know he's like trying to being a brother, like oh I'm gonna run into this, you know pretending like gonna hit this mailbox, and then like it's like no, like, I don't, I take the wheel from him, we go back and forth, and we end up hitting the mailbox even though like he wasn't wanting, you know, so I'm like distressed, like you put up that mailbox the day before, and. I just remember, like, crying so much about it, and, I mean, like, I just remember, like, I was like, oh, I'm in so much trouble, crying at home, like, I don't know what's going to happen, like, I'm in so much trouble, and then I just remember you just showing grace in that, and it was like, yeah, it's like, you know, it's not, this isn't good, um, but it, it just, yeah, you just showed grace. I think it's one of those things yeah. that, it's a life thing that comes from, it, without looking at it too deeply, is, I, I, it's like, it's passed on. Yeah. So like my dad showed grace, and I I, I vividly remember mowing and and sucking something, driving over something I should have just got off the mower and moved. Yeah. So that when that time came, yeah. I think all three of your older ones ran over something. Oh yeah. What was your item that you ran over? Um, the golf net. The, like we had a golf thing that catches. And you wrapped that whole net around that sucker. It was so tight. Yeah. I think Derek, Derek got the got hose. The hose, and Sadie got the chain. The dogs cable from the, oh, yeah, the tie down that. for the dog yeah so each of you had something and each time was just like the the frustration as i'm leaning under there i got yeah. a pocket knife i'm trying to cut or snip it or it's wire like, snippers why I'm are like, you so stupid why did you do this but I, that's what i wanted to say <laughs> i was like i'm trying to be a little bit more careful yeah because i'm thinking of my dad and the grace that he showed me yeah. like, okay that's what it's all it's about huge. is that is 
is to in our own human in our weakness is to still try and reflect yes. some of that father That's tendencies cool. what the father in heaven is, is I, again we mess yeah. up and fail pretty big time but yeah but i just that and that alone i laugh when you're t- telling them. that's yeah. immediately where i went when you yeah. said golf cart yeah and i, I remember that instant too yeah. but uh no oh, that's awesome well so. and the cool thing about fatherhood discipleship because i think this applies to people that aren't physically their dads like you know whether your dad passed away or something where your dad is out of the picture people come into other people's lives and become their spiritual father so this applies to that mm-hmm. too but more is caught than taught so when you see that of like those things that stand out to you is when the gospel is put on display. It's like, yes, we need the, the teaching. Yeah. We need that teaching. You can't go without it. And in fact, you know, it, I should, that should be exhorted. But when you have the, 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 it's caught, it's the cool thing is it's like, it's very prevalent. When you see that it remains in your mind, it sticks out. Like, I don't know if I remember that many lessons that you've taught, but I remember a lot of what you've modeled and i think you're right that is passed on when someone believes in christ and accepts that they do pass it on um because when i was driving sage back from church one day with her friends it was after she got done with her birthday like we're hanging out with her friends or something like that and she had a bowl of chipotle we got one for chipotle for dinner she's like all right i'm gonna put this up in the front seat she like hands it over the top and she hits the the cup holder or whatever, and it goes all over uh, in the cracks, corn, rice, beans, cracks of the car, the cup holder, <laughs> full of beans, rice. And I just, I said, uh, I mean, like, I just, like, looked at it, and I said, it's okay. You know, it's like, it's going to be okay. Like, yeah. You know, and I think I could have been, like, really angry. Like, this is my car. Like, you know, why did you, why were you so, like, why did you do this? And, um, and, you know, it's like she wasn't even doing anything, like, bad like sinful or it's really easy to get caught up in yeah that. so i think because i've seen that modeled in my life that it makes me more apt to you know respond. i love that that caught than taught yeah it's, it's it's really big and it's and my dad's been gone for 20 years now and it's just sitting it's some of those vivid pictures i mm-hmm. had of of him a young boy and i'm walking out to so our business you remember how it was the farm yeah. our house was right next to the business i'm walking out with my dad, a disgruntled employee comes up with a little oh 75 Vega or whatever yeah. he had, circles in our yard. This is in your yard. Oh, my. Doing fuzzies <laughs> around. So so he's doing fuzzies around us, circling. It's like circling the wagon trains up around us, you know, like the Indians around the cowboy. Yeah. And I'm like, Dad, what are we going to do? Yeah. He circles the car, gets out, and he's mad. Yeah. And he gets in my dad's face, and he's yelling at him and ready to slug him. Yeah. And so... All this that caught then taught, I was yeah. like, he could have been, so for, for for him to tell me, he said, Greg, a soft answer, you know, always give a soft answer, yeah. or he could have been like hammering it. I was like, all he did, he responded with yeah. that soft answer, because I could see, it was a vivid, very vivid thing for me, he's just like, he put his hand out, and was, there was no violence, no yeah. no retaliation on his behalf, he was yeah. just like, you know, what's, you know, what's in a very calm, soft voice, what's wrong and, and yeah. just talk through it and everything i don't remember how i just know it was diffused very simply yeah but it could have been something that escalated in a big way and yeah. we had like fuzzy marks in our yard <laughs> tore the grass up for a while, oh, while my. and he didn't it didn't bother him so yeah. caught then taught i like that that is and that's something like you know in discipleship and um anytime you're around another person like that applies but 
it's just really neat and some gospel hope for people that feel like they're doing that, but like they're not seeing anything. Mm-hmm. We remember a lot more than we think we do. Yeah. So whether you can't recall like a specific situation that like happened between you and your father or whoever in your life and you can't remember that, but you are still impacted by that because like just the whole presence of that person, like those things have happened and it has changed you. And so like, I don't know, sometimes like you might not remember it, but you remember it like deep in your heart um, mm-hmm. for people that feel like they're not, you know, seeing any fruit um, in that. I think it is. There's some hope with that. But that's a really cool story. No, it is. As, those things are really, I mean, like I can just recall, like whether you stand up for your faith, you do small things of um, shoveling the driveway for the Starbucks when they're, you know, just the things... <laughs> If, like, that represents, like, really strong character of that. Sorry, I referenced that really quickly. But basically, he was going in for a Starbucks, you know, daily routine. And you, um, they, they. So it was wintertime. Wintertime. And they pulled the, the, uh, dumpster out to, I don't know, what was it? They pulled the dumpster out to push the snow around. They couldn't yeah. get it pushed back in. Yeah. They had to move some snow. And it was just sitting there and it was blocking uh, honestly, the the bottom line is just blocking my coffee. Yeah. I had to get my morning coffee. Yeah, it was early in the morning and nobody was there yet, and they had the snow shovels there and they had everything there, but nobody was running them. Yeah, so they were just sitting. So I just scooped it out, and uh, and and then I pushed it back. I, if it was all scooped out, one guy could push it back into place. Yeah, and so they had a, a wad full of coupons and everything is like <laughs> it, it makes you wonder that in, in just yeah. speaking into that part of it's like when we do things is yeah. some motives behind it or whatever yeah but, uh, no and so just those small things and and i think just these stories but i think what makes it even more awesome and sticks in my mind is when you see that you're a sinner that's redeemed by grace and like the time that you got angry at us kids you were driving and you're road trip and then um, you get mad and it's like, you hit the button on the radio and it just breaks in the, the truck. Oh, dude, I still, that <laughs> truck is still, I still have that truck. Yeah. I don't, I did not change that, that, that button, that button, because it reminds me of my sinful self. How, yeah. Uh, you know, even as a born again believer, we still yes. struggle with that sin. Mm. And, uh, and that was a point in my life. I should not have responded in that yeah. way. I, I really I really regret yeah. that that happened, but yeah. yeah, it's like it's something I want to be reminded yes. how fragile I am. Yes, on my own, how I'm not a strong Christian. Yeah, on my own. I think, and this is I'm gonna testify real quick of I think in the last like two months I've realized that I'm not a good person. Like I'm a very bad person, and I just need God. Like I've done, like you said, like when you think you you shouldn't do something, but you end up doing it. And like you know, you could have you could have not done that like really mm-hmm. easily, and you know I I did that, and then it's like um, wretched man that I am like Romans seven, and but and this is the thing that we're in. It's like this there's the law of sin, that's it's still in believers, but its grip is loosened. <clears throat> you know it's it's it works differently, and the only way that can be dried up is with grace you know it's not by resolution saying like i will not do this anymore but it's just the regenerating grace that you bring yourself to um will dry the rivers of Mm -hmm. the sin you know it's like it's still in your life as a believer like you're still going to sin but its power can be weakened on you 
through that, you know, through communion with God, yeah. prayer, meditation. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. That's from some of, some of John Owen, so. That's cool. Yeah. Do you got a verse pulled up? I, actually, I pulled this up because you, you gave me, like, seven minutes before this, of prep time before this. Yeah, I gave him no pod, time. No time at all. It's like, hey, let's do a podcast. We'll sit down and talk about fatherhood. I'm thinking, I think it's, it's powerful for me, and I was trying to think where the verse was. Yeah. Uh, but just the idea of speaking into fatherhood and uh, the interaction of how we can watch our Heavenly Father with Jesus. That that, yeah. that time where we get to look into, and there was a couple times in the Bible where they had that interaction. And, and I saw this come through. It's so real when you look at this. But uh, So the verse I'm thinking of here is, is in Matthew 3.17. It says, this is the, the baptism of Jesus when he's being baptized. And the Spirit of God comes down on the dove. <clears throat> and the voice from heaven says, this is the Heavenly Father, says, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. And and from this, uh, those things that we can, the, the Father vacuum, those things we need, uh, we see yeah. this come through the Heavenly Father to, to Jesus. And it's, it's modeled there. And we don't model it very well, but those are things that uh, mean something. And, uh, and so through this, I think it's love. So this is my beloved mm-hmm. son. You see, there's love, and then uh, there's identity. Uh, my son, with whom I'm well pleased, uh, the pleasure. And then he interacts again. The only other time we see him interact with the son is on the transfiguration, hmm. Matthew 17. And... This is my, and so he adds to it there. He said, this is my beloved son with whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. So so we have that uh, love, the identity, pleasure, and place. He gives him place. Anyway, I think of uh, of those, and it, it, we heard this at a family camp once. It kind of set this up mm-hmm. for me, and it stuck with me. And then I realized how true it is when we have those times where our, our physical yeah earthly relationships with our father yeah and uh i mean there was one specific time with my father when i'm was a little boy seven <laughs> eight years old and on the farm i got that opportunity to work with him and dad comes up to me and he says we're walking in the shop he grabs a broom off the wall <laughs> he says son yeah he says i love you <laughs> It did, and and he, it was hard yeah. probably to say that yeah. to that generation or whatever. Yeah. Say, I love you. And you can be whatever you want to be. <laughs> and then he's like, yeah. you can be. He, he gave me a short list of what I could be. <laughs> okay. It was a trucker. Trucker. A farmer. A farmer. And I believe, I, I can't remember if he threw another one in there, but the last one was a comedian. <laughs> a comedian. A comedian, literally. Grandpa said. Yeah. And, and that was my list, my options of what I could be. Yeah. And uh, you can be whatever you want. He says, right now, I want you to sweep the shop. And this is the way I want to do it. I want you to do it. He's like, a specific <laughs> way I had to run that brush. Yeah. So even in that place, right there, my dad was speaking yeah. love. Yeah. He was speaking identity, who I am. And you're yeah. my son. And this is what, you know, I love you. Yeah. And then the, the pleasure. I'm proud of you no matter what you do. Yeah. And then he gave me place. He says, okay, this is what I want you to do right now. This is the work I want you to do. Yes. And, and, and again, we don't fulfill that like we should or whatever, but it's, it's a powerful thing yeah. when you realize those are some things that uh, are in a life that 
uh, are, are needed. And, and again, there's, sometimes there's vacuums if it doesn't get filled. And, yeah. And uh, huh. we don't always do so good on that, but. Yeah. No, that, that is cool. It's like that's like a like a need in our lives that we want to feel like that. You know, we want identity. We want to be loved. Mm-hmm. And when you, you know, you can just see that like God does that to us. And you know, I just think of the people that have missing fathers in their lives, and you know how that is like a psychologist. Yeah. And there's how much of that like plays a role in who we are as our family unit, but there's so much gospel hope it there's like a verse that says like those who have left fathers and mothers and brothers and sisters for Mm -hmm. my sake and the gospel will receive a hundred times in this or like in this time and in the future like in heaven so it's like those people that like don't have those people in their lives whether for like sake of the gospel or um other reasons it's like god will play that role in your life you know like he is that person that's providing that love and identity um and he gives you fellow brothers and sisters in christ people in the church people that are christians maybe not a part of your family unit they come in and to tell you that it's like hey like you know you are loved you know you're cared for and i think that's a really um i mean that's amazing thing about the christian church there's no other um thing on earth that replicates that you know no other community um so just Great thought. A lot of cool stuff there. Um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I mean, are there any other moments that you can think of um, that were just impactful for you growing up um, with your dad? Yeah, like I said, he's of that generation uh, that didn't probably speak it as much. But to work, I had the opportunity to work alongside of him. Yeah. And uh, and, and just knowing the pleasure and the, the pleasure that you could feel yeah. when you were, were, were pleasing him. And, and you know, and there's something to be done around the farm and to go out and walk a bean field when he didn't ask me. Or I remember specifically, he's, he'd go, I was a little bit older, old enough yeah. to say he, he left for the weekend or whatever. And this bean field was lots of weeds in it. Yeah. And I went out and walked it cut the bean you know cut out the weeds or whatever and yeah. he came home and it's just like you do that greg and it's like yeah <laughs> and, and just the pleasure that yeah. i could feel that yeah he was you know and it wasn't wasn't something uh, uh from a monetary thing that i was gaining monetary like okay yeah i'm gonna get paid for this it's just like yeah to feel his pleasure yeah uh, was a neat oh neat man thing. yeah and then it's such like a thing that we want so much i mean to hear god say like well done my good and faithful servant yeah i mean you can just see it in everyone's lives like a lot of what we do is to receive that in some way yeah you know and so i think i don't know just resting that makes you a really secure person it is cool to see like how we do want to do that for our fathers yeah dog squeaking her toy in here (laughs) um yeah Okay, I got a note about family devotions. Uh, a couple, one, one more thing though. Um, when I think about attributes of what makes like a good father, a godly, a godly man, I think one of them that sticks out to me is authenticity, of really just living out of what you you preach. And we've kind of talked about this, but I mean, I remember coming home one day from school and you're grilling for dinner and like the sun setting you're just looking out and you just throw your hands up 
um, just like thanking God for that. Like you know, you didn't think anyone was looking. Like you weren't. Mm-hmm. Like you were just doing that because you wanted to worship God. You just felt compelled to. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just I was looking out the window and I saw that, and I think that was like a really impactful thing for me just to remember of like, it's like man, like he's really like this is like who he is. Like he doesn't just do this to put on a show, but like he just loves God. And mm-hmm. I think that on authenticity is what one of the key um, elements um, yeah of a, a result of the gospel you know it's it's like yeah. oh you don't have to tell yourself oh I have to be authentic now from now on I'm going to be authentic but you have to tell yourself like man I really am a sinner yeah God has really saved me a lot and then you can be authentic because you know you you believe in the gospel and what God has done that Jesus really is right the one taking on your sin and Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was just a thought. Any, yeah, that's a great any thought. other attributes you, you think of? I mean, we kind of talked about it in yeah. character, but haven't really listed any. I know you mentioned devotions. I don't know where you're going. Yeah, we can talk about devotions. I think that was a, yeah. my next point. And then yeah, we can that's wrap good. Up. Uh, but on the devotions, as far as the family devotions we were talking about? Yeah, the, family devotions. Did, so just speaking into that, in, in my growing up, is my dad was very intentional with reading the Bible. Yeah. And but that's what it was. Was we'd sit down, <laughs> and you listen. Yeah. And we read the Bible, and we would recap, and we'd have. It was a devotion, if if you will. I mean, it was definitely we were being intentional, uh, spiritually, being spiritually trained. And yeah. he would adapt. Maybe if there's little kids in the room, to adapt the story a little bit. But we would typically reading, uh, KJV, and we read the from the Bible. Yeah. And we talk about it. So I yeah. got. I was that was. That was training. Good. It was good. Yeah. I don't want to take away from that. That's really but good. Yeah. But in that point, sitting on that back bench in our house and over in the old farmhouse. Yeah. And you know, and I was young enough, and I didn't quite fully pay attention or something like yeah. that. And the old hand would come over and knock you upside the back of the head and say, "Listen, you know." <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, I, I, I think is in that place. Yeah. Where I'm like, I want to be more intentional with my devotions with my kids when yeah. they started getting old enough to understand it that. It's it's a devotional that is is intentional, fun. Uh, it's definitely you know bringing out the the scriptural teaching yeah. principles and uh, the the just basic Christian fundamentals yeah. of of things we need to be learning. So that's when I started doing those family nights yeah. where we would turn on the you know have a, a theme song yeah. and we'd dance like crazy in our underwear or whatever we had going <laughs> on, yeah. run around the house. And we'd sing the song, and then we'd we'd pray, and we'd have the the different devotions and uh, and some type of object lesson. Yeah. And the scripture, and then as you guys got older, then you yeah. wanted to kind of lead some of those. And, and yeah. Sometimes it took us outside, and we'd make a cross or do whatever. Crucify your brother. Crucify your, your older brother. Um, but it was really I look back on that too, and I was like, it was just really. Yeah. Uh, it's a good intentional way that kept, that caught not taught is, yeah. is sometimes you'll be you, change it up a little bit and you have to teach yeah you, you with, do have to teach yeah. I mean yes. you can catch some of that but there needs to be intentional to be teaching. teaching yeah it's like how else on earth are you going to hear that yeah I mean to give you guys an idea of those nights I mean like one time you, you brought set down a ball and a ping pong ball and you're like alright Derek my brother blow this way Dayton you blow this way and like you know like this is your goal and like um obviously it didn't work out like we both went different ways 
and it was just kind of fun, you know, we're messing around. But afterwards, you're like, hey, this is, this is you, like, when you get married, if you get married to a person that's not a Christian, I'm just saying you're going in two different directions, and just that small teaching, really fun, um, <laughs> it sticks out in my mind a lot, like, I still think about that today, and, or the times that we acted out, we acted out the crucifixion, or, you know, the, the, the story of Jesus being born, and just, like, acting things out, mm. I think those are really awesome, like, I look, I, it makes me think that God is a happy God, you know, we did fun things, and I remember the lesson, and I don't remember them all, like I said, more is caught yeah, than right. taught, but I do believe, like, teaching is very, very, very important. So, I mean, I, I think that was awesome. I, I, whenever I think of those devotions, I'm like, I have really happy memories with those. It was good for me. Yeah. Honestly, it was like, and some of those, just one last one I thought of, I don't know how, what our time frame is, and we're yeah, probably about we're doing done. Good. On that note, at the devotions, and sometimes I would put thought into it. I was like, okay, tonight's the night, family night, what am I doing? And I'd have it planned out. <laughs> yes. But so there's ones that wasn't planned out. Do you remember the time where... The leave raking thing. Oh yeah. Do you remember the leave raking thing? Sometimes but, I was like, th- still think of like, was that actually planned or was that not? No, that was not planned. Yeah. So it's fall, and it's busy. This is our harvest time. I'm busy anyway. It was like, I don't know if it's a Saturday or whatever. And mom wanted the leaves rake. I was like, okay, like the rake the leaves, and it's like, okay, I'll give you two bucks to rake the leaves, <laughs> and and whatever it was, it was yeah. like child labor law. I yeah. would have been in trouble. But <laughs> honestly, it was. Is I think it's you and, and yeah. Sadie said, "I'll do it." Yeah, right? Wasn't it you? I yeah. think you you said you would you committed to it. That's right. And you did it. I said, "Okay, I'll give you a dollar or whatever it was." You raked it up and you get a nice pile. It was looking great. By the time it's starting to look good, your older brother finally is like, "You know what? I went in on this." <laughs> so he comes over. And I was like, "I'll pay you a dollar too. I'll pay you the same thing." Yeah. You know where that's leading is that yeah that that account of the the laborers yeah. that are coming the beginning of the day and the end of the day, and anyway, so. When he stepped in there, if you remember that how that went down, is yeah. like you lost it. I think. Oh yeah. You just lost it. I was it. upset. You were just mad. You're crying. He's getting the same amount of money as me, and, and I did all the work. And you did all the work, and he's getting the same amount of money. Yeah. I'm like, oh man, there is an account in the Bible. It's like, in my mind, I'm like, I had no clue. I was like, I didn't even know where it was at. This was before Google. Yeah. You can't like Google things and Bible apps. Yeah. And it's not there. It's just but you like, just like explain. I'm it. like. Go get the Bible, <laughs> and you're balling. I don't fit. Oh, your brother! I, I set yeah. your brother up. It says, "Go get the Bible. Go ask mom for the Bible. Get the Bible." And, you're like, <laughs> and I think you stopped briefly. Maybe it's like, yeah. "What do you need the Bible for? Am I gonna get hit by the Am Bible? Am I gonna hit you over the the Bible?" <laughs> and he brings he brings the Bible back, and I'm like, and I just even in those moments, yeah. it wasn't prepared. That whole thing. Yeah. And I think the spirit, how that all came out, I don't know, but. It's in Matthew. Yeah. And I opened the Bible up. Boom. It was there. Yeah. It was right there. It's awesome. And, and just can I can share that. You know what? God's grace is is, is equal to yes. all. Yeah. And there's no preference and there's no yeah. that we, we all are sinners and we all can be saved. Yeah. And, anyway, it's, it's like a good memory that just popped in my head. Yeah. Right when that, you said it. That's a great memory. I mean, I definitely remember that. <laughs> you know, I maybe was young, but I still, I remember that. And, um... There's no picture about it, but it just sticks in my mind. Yeah. But <laughs> it's it's cool because Jesus taught, like whenever he taught, he did stories. Like he just, he he would, or just he, he saw something on the road. Yeah. He started talking about, here's a spiritual analogy. 
because we understand things better when we see like something working out. So I think, I mean, that's an encouragement to like see those spiritual things in your life and yeah. pull people aside. I mean, it just make it natural. I mean, like you don't have to like, cause it never felt like it was like, it wasn't unnatural. So, I mean, I'm not saying you have to force anything, but I mean, I think it's cool to like kind of have those moments of like, Hey, this is just like our relationship with God. Like this movie we just watched or, or I don't know, whatever. I mean, yeah. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna tell you what to do, but um, I, I don't know. It's good. It's a it's a cool thing. Yeah. Jesus talked in like ninety percent. And we love we love to hear stories. We love to hear those. Yeah. I mean, we resonate with that. That's how yeah. we we uh, can pick up and learn. It is it's a neat thing. Yeah. So. Hmm. A lot to think about. Yeah. That's fun. I just like talking about that stuff. So. Uh, I appreciate this impromptu episode. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I don't like I said I don't know how many of these I'll be cranking out this summer. Uh, but we'll, I'll get them when I work out, and this worked out. So um, thank you for listening. Send in your questions if you have any. I got, I got, I got a couple questions, so I'll probably do a Q&A soon. Um, but, yeah, keep sending them in. Um, I, I appreciate people um, just saying, telling me, trust God, bro, because, you know, I, I definitely am. I'm a messed up person. Like, I, I would say that, and I really do mean that. Like, I've hurt people a lot, and, you know, my people that live with me know that I am not a – I'm not a good man, but um, it's the beauty of the gospel. So thank you. And uh, yeah, uh, you want to wrap it up? Yeah. Okay, ready? Sound. Yeah. And that's, that's how, how we trust God, God bro. bro.